the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Pro-lifers in Texas win another court battle. The Texas Supreme Court has blocked a lower court order that had given some abortion clinics confidence to resume performing abortions in the state. The order handed down Friday night comes just days after some abortion providers rushed to resume services. Before that, doctors across Texas had stopped performing abortions in the state after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and ended the constitutional right to abortion. The ACLU says the new order means a ban on abortion in Texas can be enforced through civil lawsuits for now, but not criminal. I'm Dave Ferry. The Uvalde, Texas School District police chief has now stepped down from his job in the city council just weeks after being sworn in following his allegations of failure in response to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary. This is SRN News. As an array of brilliant colors light up the sky this weekend, we know sparks may also fly at your gatherings. We hope your conversations are respectful, meaningful, and intelligent. This Independence Day, let's gather around the grill and celebrate our nationhood and the freedoms that draw us together as proud Americans. Wishing you a happy and safe Independence Day. We're AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And I want to tell you about this brand new podcast we got. It's with former NBC sideline reporter Michelle Tafoya. It's called Sideline Sanity. Check out the latest at Salem Podcast Network. Com. Your weather uh, today, chance of storms and a high of 85. Tomorrow, showers likely and a high of 88. The Narn with Brad Carlson is next. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Happy birthday, America. This is not Brad Curl. I'm Benjamin Cruzy filling in for Brad. He very kindly asked for my help on this holiday week, and I figured, why not help out? I'm not doing anything. Joining me for the uh, two hours is... Local radio gadfly, NASCAR Kelly. Hey, Benjamin. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for inviting me to uh, join you today. Yeah. Yeah. Frankly, I think it's rather pathetic that uh, both of us have nothing better to do on an Independence Day weekend than uh, fill in for a radio show. Well, speak for yourself. Because originally... (laughs) Oh, you're squeezing this in. (laughs) Yes, I am, actually. (laughs) I am squeezing this in. Things worked out uh, nicely, and I said I would love to come in. But I think I had to give you a couple hours delay before i had a response when you asked me last week i was like yeah. um i Showed really to the studio five minutes before airtime yeah well at least it wasn't five minutes after airtime because i think it did that to jack once oh, jack tom zach you're cruel yeah i am uh you may remember me from such morning radio shows as uh, up and adam and such very late evening shows this late debate but that was nearly a decade ago Excited to be back on the air for as little time as I'm given. <laughs> Nearly a decade ago was late debate. Late debate was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 That's how that's how you and I got <laughs> to know each other. 
Yeah. No, you're right. It was nearly a decade ago, wasn't it? Holy cow. Time flies. We're old now. Yes, we are. We're all very old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know why I'm not doing anything on Independence Day weekend. Uh, what have you been up to this weekend? Well, uh, yesterday I went out to uh, Cedar Lake Speedway in Star Prairie, Wisconsin. Dirt track. Dirt track, because my daughter begged me, Mom, we have to go. We have to go. Wait, your daughter is the one dragging you to the dirt track? Yes. That's fascinating. Yeah, I mean. That's encouraging. She's really into sprint car racing. In fact, yesterday, then she said, Mom, I haven't seen a late model race for quite some time. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, you're right. We haven't. You know, as teenage girls are wont to say. Yes, exactly. But it was World of Outlaws. Uh, sprint oh, car racing. This is one of these national circuits. Yeah, and uh, I wore my Donnie Shots T-shirt. Um, I'm sure that means something to people who care. Yes, well, he's a legend in the uh, okay. world of outlaws. Um, I didn't know if this was some sort of shirt designer, like. No, he's a racer. Okay. He's a driver, and a okay. very good one as well. Um, I got to see. In fact, we got our pictures taken with Casey Kane, former NASCAR driver. Oh, there you go. Who's now driving full-time in World of Outlaws Sprint Car. And uh, some other drivers that we know and watched, and we sat with some good friends and had a great time yesterday, and she's she's my racer and hockey fan of the family. My son, her twin brother, is the political Mine. Oh, I should have had him on the show. Well, I think in a year he'll probably accept that. Okay. He's, uh, yeah, so we had some good fun. And one of the stories we're going to bring up later, I'm going to have a funny story regarding my son and how I found out about that story, and I'll let you know when we get to it. But what have, what have you it's been? It's a mystery for all of us. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> It'll be funny. Um, usually, you know, Independence Day weekend, these big summer holidays uh, you spend with the family. Except I just spent a good two weeks with the family. Wow. Uh, my family had a reunion. Uh, the Cruzy family is uh, sort of spread out across the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far east as North Carolina with my Uncle John. As far west as Portland, Oregon with my brother Alex. And uh, someone said, hey, we should we should all get together. And uh, it was decided to meet uh, near Grand Rapids, Minnesota, for a fishing week. So we should. <laughs> so it's, nice. So, it, but I'm a loud, obnoxious, opinionated jerk. No, <laughs> you, Ben. I've known you for so long. It's such a shock to me. And anyway. part of that is because I come from a family of loud, opinionated <laughs> people. I'm not going to say jerks. No, I'm one of the few jerks in the family. <laughs> the others know who they are. But they love you, or else they wouldn't have invited you to come up there. What I'm saying is it, it a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was like 40 of me up there, plus all of their kids. I don't have kids. Okay. They've all got kids. It was loud. But there fun. Was... <sighs> oh, gosh. Gosh, gosh, gosh. Look, once you finally got onto the lake, and it was quiet, and, you know, fishing with my dad and my brother, that was nice. Good, good. But it's one of these things where uh, going up there... Uh, with a plan to escape. Luckily, I drove. I picked my brother and sister-in-law up from the airport. Okay. And drove them up to Grand Rapids, which means I had a car. Mm-hmm. So if ever anything got, like, a little too big, I had an escape pod. <laughs> and I could go back to the resort, go back to the room, the hotel room. Yeah. And just disappear. Veg out. Right. Yeah. No, you know what? That's needed. That's needed. Because I've been to big family gatherings where you're going out of town and, and, you know, staying at a place all together. Right. And I quickly figured out that about four days is about as long as it should go in most circumstances. But that's more of an annual thing. Um, but if you hadn't seen some of that family for quite a while, I think that. No, I haven't. It was so, great to see them. Yeah, so you get to spend some but, time with different people and have conversations. And I think that lengthens the um, the uh, freshness of the trip, you want to say? Okay. Yeah. But it's just because they know I'm a broadcaster. Uh-oh. And because they know I'm a professional opinion giver. Yeah. They see me and immediately go, oh, now i got to tell my opinion to this guy, see what he makes of it. It's like, yeah. could we not all do that at once? <laughs> They just surrounded you as soon as you drove into the resort. Hey, Ben, 
What do you think <laughs> exactly. about gas prices? Exactly. What do you think about the president? What do you think about the governor? Yeah. It's, like, it's my vacation. <laughs> Can I not have an opinion for two weeks? No. Well, you had to save it for today. I had to save it for today. Got to yeah. got to store it all up mm-hmm. in case I get invited on the radio at any one moment. Did you um did you watch the F1 race? So this is the other thing I do. <laughs> is yes, uh uh you'd think it's weird. Uh, uh the British Grand Prix landed mm-hmm. on Independence Day weekend. Yeah. Uh but it's a phen- phenomenal track, Silverstone. Right. Uh and uh the way uh, it was a like best race of the year. Mm-hmm. Once you got past the fact that uh, my favorite driver George Russell uh, sort of knocked himself out. Okay. On the op- like he didn't even make one lap. Mm-hmm. He didn't even make one turn. Okay. He got into a crash, flipped over uh, another driver, Zhou uh, Guan Yu, who like it was like, did this guy die in the course of the race? Oh, my Luckily goodness. he didn't. He survived and. Uh, it was he was he's perfectly healthy. He's just walking around like nothing happened. Wow! Uh, but it was like, oh man, my guy's out. It was the first race he's DNF'd all year. It's the first race he's finished lower than fifth all year. Okay. Uh, but the rest of the race was phenom- phenomenal. And here's the weird thing: is I I fell in love with Formula One like five or six years ago. That recent. Yeah. Oh, I thought you've been talking about it a lot longer than no, that. No, it just feels okay. like I've been talking about it that long. Yes, that's true. There's a big difference. Yes. But I noticed <laughs> uh, while doing show prep for this show uh-huh. uh, that Care 11 was reporting on the Zhou Guan Yu car accident. Oh. And it's like... Okay, then it's a big deal. When the local NBC affiliate is covering Formula One, I think I think it has established itself... In America, Formula One has been desperate to establish itself in America, and everyone here has ignored it. Okay, slight, except recently. Slight tangent. Okay. Well, I think the Netflix series. Oh, it's definitely helped. Yeah. What is it? Uh, what's the name of it? Drive to Survive. Drive to. Okay. Some um, of these drivers are taking that literally. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one clip of somebody like going over the top of another car. That might have been the Formula Two race. Okay, I'm not sure, but um. Just quick tangent. I think a lot of the local uh, news stations are doing things on a national level because there's somebody nationally putting it onto their websites or Twitter accounts or Facebook pages or something. I notice they all do it. Care 11. Fox 9 is notorious for it in my view. Well, they're Fox O&O. Okay. Um, They're owned and operated by Fox National. Okay, but but uh, isn't it Gannett? Gannett. Gannett or, well, it's what now it, it's somebody else. Yeah, a Tanga tangent tangent. Tangent. I don't know. <laughs> it's it used to be uh, the same people who owned uh, the USA Today owned uh, right, 11. right. So I think a lot of that stuff that's showing up on their websites and social okay. media, it's it's done by somebody in New surprised. York. I was surprised because it's it used to be a thing that it was only me. I only I was the one that cared, and I'm desperate to have this conversation. With people, yeah, and now it's popping up in mainstream media, and I'm loving it. Yeah, there's a there's a lot more Formula One fans out there. Oh, spe- <laughs> although no, my my trip up to Grand Rapids, yeah, the drive up there was at the same time as the Canadian Grand Prix. Okay, so I had to watch it later. So it's like, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> and then at eleven o'clock at night, right, I get my laptop out. Luckily, we have a it's a like a. It's a terrible internet connection, but it's just good enough sure. for me to watch this race. So I put the race on my laptop. I put my headphones on. I'm sitting in the living room while my family's my close family, my parents, my brother, my sister in law are in the kitchen. Right. And I'm just wa- I'm just let me watch this race. Yep. And apparently, what I do during the race is I shout at the race. Oh, um, yes, you do. I have witnessed that, and it's ridiculous. You also yell at TV screens. During baseball games, football games. Does do not all sports fans do this? Well, yes, I do during hockey and NASCAR. I laugh during okay. Vikings games <laughs> and football games. Uh, and, yeah, whatever. But yeah, worry. you also talk to movie screens. Did you know that? <laughs> One I time- grew up. I grew up at <laughs> Mystery Science go. Theater three thousand, like a proud Minnesotan. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but it just turns out that my interjections into the race did not match up with the conversations that were happening in the kitchen. 
And so oh, every so often, your mother was loving it. Oh my, yeah, my mom's <laughs> talking about like some like relative who got sick, and I'm shouting, "No, you can't do that!" <laughs> I've met your mom and dad. They are just adorable, sweet people. And uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I'm Benjamin Cruzy. That's NASCAR Kelly. We're filling in for Brad Carlson on twelve eighty The Patriot. Give us a call six five one two eight nine. 4488. We're going to be talking about uh, Minnesota accidentally legalizing marijuana edibles next. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Is now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. The Closer. Benjamin Cruzy filling in for Brad Carlson. Producer Jacob getting a bunch of brownie points from NASCAR Kelly for oh, yeah. playing the Foo Fighters. Yes, love the Foo Fighters. Rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. If you want to join us on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Um, <laughs> usually, I didn't think anything passed out of the legislature this past session because... It seemed like nothing, nothing got done uh, as far as omnibus bills, as far as, uh, you know, budgeting or bonding or any of this stuff. Uh, and then we find out on July the 1st, the day that all the new laws become new laws, that, oh, uh, like half-powered pot edibles, like <laughs> marijuana edibles are legal in Minnesota. And 
How the heck did this happen? So I got a story for you, Ben. Okay. I'm uh, at home. Uh, I can't remember what I was doing, but I, I remember I was, uh, I think, uh, I was sitting on the steps of my house, and my son all of a sudden races up from the lower level and says, Mom! <laughs> now, my, my twins are 16 years old, so this is, I can have adult conversations with them. Mom. <laughs> Mom. And I said, what? Because he's, like, kind of startling me. And he goes, as of tomorrow, marijuana edibles are going to be legal in Minnesota. And I went. Well, not for him. Well, hold on. Okay. I said, no, my dear. I said, that, that bill never made it out of committee, I believe. No, that's not true. You must be thinking, of, you must be reading something from another state or something. He goes, no, mom, Friday, July 1st. They're going to be legal. Let's go. <laughs> I was waiting for that to come out, and I, of which, I, yeah, he would have been locked in his room. But anyway, I said, where are you getting this from? Like, like, are you having a Discord conversation or, you know, reading something on some website I don't know about yet or something? He goes, I'm pretty sure, Mom, it's, it's Minnesota. And I'm like, no, they, this has been talked about for Cite years. Your sources. Yeah, I said, pull up what you're, what you're, you know, referencing or whatever. And he goes, Mom? It's in the Star Tribune. And I'm like, okay, now, all right. I'm grabbing my phone. I'm looking at it. And he goes, I got it. I'm going to send it to you. And he starts reading it out loud, which is something that I do. <laughs> Funny. And I went, oh, my gosh, you're right. What what happened? It took How everybody by did surprise. this happen? Yes, everybody. Apparently it took members of the Minnesota Senate by surprise. Uh, quite a few. So, uh <laughs> I did not know. Once you talk to a pot guy, you learn that there's all these details that no one ever knew about. I knew about THC. Uh-huh. I knew about CBD. Mm-hmm. I was unaware about, like, Delta 9, Delta 8. Uh, I was, you know, I, you talk about that. I'm thinking you're talking about COVID variants. Yeah. But apparently they're flavors of pot. And that Minnesota had a limit on Delta 9, but not nothing on Delta 8. And so this past session, yeah, uh, both houses uh, put something to limit Delta Eight, which is a genetically modified, I believe, cousin of just regular marijuana. Yeah, they. So it technically isn't covered by current statutes, either federal or state, I believe. Right, and in it's, order it's a to murky gray area. In yeah. order to even think, or or to uh, you know, prep stuff so that it's like, okay, well, te- no longer there is there a technicality that this is a loophole. Uh-huh. They accidentally created a different loophole uh, because they opened up the door, they opened up a window on the Delta Nine that had previously been shut. Right. Uh, and Delta Nine's the regular marijuana. Right. I'm, I'm making sure that I think a lot of callers aren't aware. I didn't even know about this stuff until like. Like last year or something. Well, like it's that. I got uh, my cousin told me that she's had a lot of success with CBD mm-hmm. and like I uh, with like anxiety yep. and so I'm Sleep an anxious person and yeah and so I'm I'm like okay I'll read into this I'll consider this mm-hmm. and now this happens and it's like okay now it's weak sauce weak sauce yes it's every other state is laughing at us uh, that the typical dose. If you want to get high, uh-huh. is ten milligrams per serving. Okay. Minnesota, through this law, allowing edibles, right? It's only five, so it's half of the typical dose. Mm-hmm. Which some people say, if you're a first-time user, will still work, but if you're, you know, if you're an all-star, right? It's uh, it's <laughs> it's not really anything. If you're a regular user. Well, I just I found it funny that the only state in the nation with the three two beer laws has a three two <laughs> pot law. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh. So I'm curious how this works. I saw like, like how are how are businesses here in Minnesota even ready for? Uh, the demand that's going to happen. Apparently, there was a couple of companies uh, set up across the border in Wisconsin that had produced these things. Okay. Uh, and sure enough, you'd see people lining up, even though it's a holiday weekend, lining up to get their edibles. Because it's a holiday weekend, I think. Oh, okay. They're, yeah, they you know, the was, time free? Yeah, it was Friday. Four-day so. weekend, perfect time to experiment with uh, Minnesota's new laws. Right. 
Um, let me just say, I'm going to tell you this because I can see it on the screen, but also he texted me. Curtis Hanna is the head of uh, uh, an organization called Republicans Against Marijuana Prohibition. Um, and uh, he's a friend of mine. Um, he's educated me quite Does that a bit. spell something? Republicans Ramp. Against, against okay. Marijuana. Yeah. Are you Ramp. booking the show? Curtis from St. Paul. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome to The Closer. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate it. So, hi, hi Curtis. Hey, how's it going? I'm Good. sure we've talked before in person, uh, Curtis. You're with Ramp. Um, what is what is Ramp? This is you. You you read through that, and it's Republicans against marijuana. Oh, okay, so they're against it. Prohibition. Oh, okay, so you're for it. it, it it's left and right hand turns as you go through your name. I think it's a sneaky uh, name, which I really like. We're, so yeah, were you surprised that uh, edibles were made legal? <laughs> Not really. No, I was uh, one of the lobbyists that was working to get this law passed uh, into uh, at the legislature this last session. So then so. are you surprised that Republicans are surprised that <laughs> that this got through? Because well, there's, the, well, you know, there's a couple of elected senators that are kind of were caught flat footed here. You know, to my knowledge, it was only one senator that was caught flat-footed, uh, Senator Abler. Okay. Um, however, I, it's my understanding that he's the only one that's calling for this to be repealed, unless I'm mistaken. Yes, he's he's at, he's he says that uh, they should roll this back because uh, uh, he thought that they were only going to be doing a technical fix, and it wound up having a broader impact than he expected. So he's not asking for like, can we can we do hit the undo button? Can I have a take back? Like you're given one mulligan for for a law you pass. Hey, Curtis, I have a I have a question for you. Um, yeah, let's just get this out of the way. Was this how is how was the language in the bill, um, pre- presented or not presented? But what is the language of the law now that was in the bill where now uh, low dose edibles are now legal? Sure. So federal law changed in 2018 with the help of Mitch McConnell, Trump, uh, Rand Paul. Uh, so as the, the federal farm bill in 2018 said that any product in the United States that has less than 0.3% of THC, that that is now a hemp product. It's no longer a controlled substance. It's legal to possess. And what Minnesota did is say, we're going to allow the sales of those hemp products when they're in food and beverage, so long as they're not above five milligrams of THC. So this so has to come slightly... from hemp rather than from marijuana. Right. But exactly. it's the, t- but it's yeah, the it same to... THC, isn't it? THC is THC, whether yeah. you derive it from hemp or from marijuana. So that is correct. It's the same, same thing. This is like regulating where the caffeine comes from for your Coca-Cola. It seems a little silly. <laughs> I get now why the I, I get now why the pictures of people standing outside certain stores or hemp stores. Ah, yeah. Now, now okay. it's making a lot more sense to me. I appreciate that that uh, explanation. Hemp stores, wink. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there a desire to? Is this five grams? Uh, milligrams. I'm sorry, five milligrams. Five grams per serving. You'd be knocked out cold. <laughs> five milligrams per serving. Is that? Were you hoping for the regular ten milligrams? Is this sort of an mm-hmm. opening volley of? Okay, we'll prove that. This isn't as bad as everyone says it is. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The hope is that this uh, shows that the sky isn't going to fall, that uh, maybe Minnesota society actually gets better rather than worse. It, it's expected that less people will probably be drinking alcohol now that they have a safer alternative. Maybe we'll uh, just calm down a little bit. Legally. Yeah, or calm down a little bit, which is not so bad and what a better weekend like you guys were saying than independence day to get a little taste of uh freedom and independence from marijuana prohibition nice curtis that's a great story. i think american freedom is one of the strains <laughs> you can buy at one of these hand shops. oh jeez <laughs> um curtis thanks for calling in but it, but, oh what well, quick question i know we're heading up to a bake curtis do you think this is going to just stay or do you think there's going to be some sort of pushback more than senator abler or do you think that this is pretty much a done deal now you know, honestly, a lot of the hemp in Minnesota is grown 
in rural areas, in yeah. red districts. And there was a lot of Senate Republicans that wanted to allow Minnesota hemp farmers to have a market for their product. Yeah. And so I don't think that this will be repealed. I think that uh, maybe they're not being full-throated about it, but there's a lot of Senate Republican support for this legislation. Curtis, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. That clears up a lot of confusion, too. Thanks, Curtis. Of course, yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Yep. If you've got uh, an opinion on THC edibles being legalized in Minnesota, give us a call, 651-289-4488. This is The Closer with Brad Carlson. Without Brad Carlson. With Benjamin Cruzy and NASCAR Kelly. AM 1280, The Patriot. story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare, and the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. For 30 years, Robbinsdale Women's Center, known as RWC, has been the best first step for women facing an unplanned pregnancy without donors to support this mission to protect unborn life. It just wouldn't be possible. I'm here with longtime supporters Mike and Kathy Why did you start giving to Robbinsdale Women's Center? Kathy and I wanted to support a local medical pregnancy center. Partnering with RWC truly blesses us. Why do you continue to give to Robbinsdale Women's Center? RWC has proven to be a good steward of the gifts given to them. They're debt-free and own all of their assets. Every week, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. How can listeners help support the life-affirming work at Robbinsdale Women's Center? Go to rwcinfo.org. Your gift will bring hope and life. Robbinsdale Women's Center needs our help so more women can be empowered to choose life. Donate at rwcinfo.org. Your help will make a difference. rwcinfo.org. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. The This is The Closer. Without Brad Carlson, I'm Benjamin Cruzy, and this microphone slowly is getting away from me. <laughs> like, he's like, let me do the listeners a favor and not mic you. We're talking about uh, the state of Minnesota, maybe intentionally, maybe accidentally legalizing uh, THC, marijuana, but not marijuana, hemp edibles. It's got to come from hemp, we've learned. Uh, And it's a soft dosage. Apparently 10 milligrams per serving is uh, the regular dosage. Uh, We've capped it at 5 milligrams. (laughs) Now, I'm a guy with a lot of anxiety. 
Uh, and uh, a my therapist recently said that eh, I think you might have the uh, ADHD. Ah. And so I don't know if this would help the anxiety while hurting the ADHD, help so, help one or the other, or help both, or like make me worse than ever. Okay. So, so I'm curious. I am edibles curious is what I am saying. Yeah. Um. I have heard. So I've not tried edibles or anything like that. I just spent most of six weeks in Michigan where recreational marijuana is legal. And um, it's five milligrams then a contact high. I Well, you know, there were certain places of Marquette that yeah. I was like going, am I going to get a contact high from where I'm sitting for dinner or something? Um, I don't know a ton about it. Um, we probably could have asked Curtis more about this too, but from people that I know that have tried different types of edibles, also along with like the CBD products that are legal, they're, right. they're non-mind-altering, I guess you could say, non-psychedelic or whatever the term is that they use that THC does to you physically. Um, CBD does not, but it has a lot of the same components of easing anxiety, helping sleep, um, I can't remember the other types of physical helps that it it it, it helps Look, with. I want to get mellow. So, but I okay, we're gonna go back several years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've admitted to my kids that I have tried, you know, marijuana back <sighs> when I was younger. Um, I have not partaken it in a, a long, long, long time. Like I think even before they were born, I would get paranoid. Okay. With marijuana. Okay. I wonder if edibles does, would do the same thing. Is it, do you get the same, the same side effects, the same effects the whatever? And I've heard different things from different people of no, because it's metabolized differently going through your digestive system rather than your respiratory system. Mm-hmm. Um, other people would say probably, you probably, you probably would get some little bit of paranoia from it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, that's a good question, and I don't. I don't know about that. I think we're going to find out a lot more stuff in the next couple of months as this issue gets talked about more. If you have an opinion, give us a call six five one two eight nine forty four eighty eight. I would suggest for you, Benjamin, if you're talking about using something for anxiety that is non prescription, I would start with like a CBD thing. And there's plenty of stores that uh, retail outlets um, and and uh, experts in Minnesota that could probably help you figure out what would be best for you. I mean, there's like CBD oil, there's edibles, there's um, there's patches, I think. I can't remember. There's a lot of different forms of it, and I would say you probably want to like get some opinions. But I would start with CBD first. Yeah, I'm not going to jump in and just, you know, start hammering the Flintstoned vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Laced with THC. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my research. I'm gonna educate myself. I'm not just gonna throw myself in there. But I guess what I'm most surprised by is how non-controversial this issue has turned out to be. Well, I think there was I rem- this initial spark of controversy because it's like, wait, what? Huh? Like, like my son coming to me going, "You're not gonna believe this." Right. I think I think we're still going through that. And I think that's gonna be for like the next I week think or mostly so. Mostly, we're just surprised that the state's cool with it. <laughs> I you know because ten years ago this would have been a whole whole shooting match. People would have gotten very very angry on one. One side. year ago this was earlier this year in session. Uh, legalizing marijuana was a hot button issue. I mean, there was a bill that never made it out of the Senate committee. Uh, well, you know, Ryan about, Winkler in the House was very yeah. It passed the, the House high on getting it passed. Yes, that's true. Couldn't think of a better phrase. Um, and yeah, he he was he was doing a speaking tour about it before this session um, uh, last year, and I think the year before that. And the House passed a bill legalizing recreational marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, the Senate, I don't know if it ever got out of any committee. It may have gotten out of one or two committees, but I think the big one was the Public Safety Committee. But it's something that I don't think he even like got the, a hearing. But it's not like the entire body is against it. It's it's a yes. couple of a handful of senators are against it and holding it up. Yeah, I, I would, so it feels I inevitable that. that this is going to pass. And when it does, it yes. seems like the public at large is going to go finally. All right. Yeah, not okay. like not like celebration, not like oh boo, but just like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Back to our regular day, because that's what it felt like with this uh, edibles thing. Is yeah. That, 
I, maybe it's just the summer and everyone was doing something else. Yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. Vincent in St. Paul, you've called in to talk about THC edibles on the closer. Aloha. Aloha. Hi, Vincent. Hello. Uh, before the virus 19 came along, I was going to AA with alcohol. Okay. Oh, uh, well, I had quit smoking, you know, cigarettes. But, you know, I really find it out. With AA, they were talking about even sugar because, you know, people get a kick on that there. They start eating sugar, you know, it'd be a balloon. Um, we're talking about joints here. THC. We're talking about um, edibles. That came up discussion. Well, came up in discussion before the virus. Okay. And is that stronger than the marijuana or joints in the 60s when I was <laughs> growing up? Well, what do you, Vincent, are you saying today's marijuana is a lot stronger than the marijuana of the 60s and 70s, I right? Agree with that. Well, that THC, that marijuana, is that, I've heard that that is stronger than the marijuana that people of my generation had. Thanks, Vincent. Uh, that's a, that's a good, that, that would be interesting. I don't know if they measured that back in the 60s, but that, yeah. I would like to do that comparison test. Well, the consensus is that today's marijuana is stronger and that's through um <clears throat> i think genetic modification of different types of strains of marijuana i mean what you what you can buy now most likely illegally is yes a lot stronger than what was um uh, available right, but, back in the 60s but I, I guess it's that is this five milligrams that we are limited to yeah, here right i that's what does that compare to to a 60s joint right and so if anyone has, like, in an old record album, like an old uh, average white band record album, just an old joint lying around, we'll send it to the lab. <laughs> we'll test it out. Uh, hey, look at this. Joining us on the phones lines, it's uh, Representative Pat Garofalo. Good afternoon. Good afternoon and happy Fourth of July weekend to everyone. Hey, nice to talk to you. Um, I'm just going to interject and go, why couldn't we get sports betting snuck into a bill this year? <laughs> Uh, Representative well, Garofalo and I have talked about this issue several times over the last few years, uh, but I'm glad you're calling about this one. Yeah, well, just uh, since you asked about sports gambling, of course I have to comment on that. Um, <laughs> you know, I do, I do think that in 2023 you're going to see it get enacted in Minnesota. That's the good news. I mean, the reality is is that whenever you're taking a black market and you're converting it to a regulated market, mm-hmm. there's going to be controversy. Yep. Right. And in a polarized political climate, it makes it even more difficult, even though sports gambling is obviously not a partisan issue. So, um, you know, yeah. there's we, we did get it passed out of the House this year. Uh, we're not able to get it passed out of the Senate. But that's not because one party or the other is more or in favor or against. It's more about market design. But I think we're going to come together after the election and we're going to get that passed in 2023. Good so that's news. The good news. Good news. Well, and like you said, it's very much like marijuana, black market turning into a regulated market, controversial. It's taking a while to get here. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand on all of this, Representative? Um, well, last year, uh, the House representatives voted on a, a, a legalized marijuana bill, and I was one of uh, seven Republicans that voted in favor of it. Uh, not because the bill that the Democrats brought forward was perfect, but because I thought it was better than the current system. I mean, the current system is very expensive. <laughs> it's sketchy. ineffective and it's unfair. Yeah. So, so, um, so I voted for it. Um, I generally support it. It doesn't mean that I think we should be giving out pot and vending machines to 12 year olds, but I mean, I think we just need a, a responsible regulated market. I think that would serve taxpayers in the state of Minnesota better than the current model of prohibition. Um, I have to tell you that this whole issue about, um, uh, the end of session and the legal, the, the edibles allowing infused THC. I, I think it's hilarious. Um, and for <laughs> those of us, and I, ha- and I have to tell you guys why, because for those of us who have been complaining about how the legislature is making laws, that the process is broken, this bill illustrates it perfectly. Um, there's a long 50-year trend in Minnesota now of more and more bills being decided by fewer and fewer people. That's and a that great point. Be more by fewer and fewer people. Yeah. 
be able in that, that centralization of power. Um, you know, if you're just show up at the legislature and you're a partisan voting drone, yeah, of course you don't read the bills. Of course you don't know what's going on. And so if I could just get in my soapbox for a little bit and talk about, you know, I'm very confident that this is going to be a good year for conservatives in Minnesota. And that next year when we come back, I really hope that the Republican majorities are focused on changing how we make laws, not just the, the substance of them, but how we're actually making the laws. Representative Garofalo, so, I would love to give you that soapbox, but we are coming right up on a break. Can we hold on sure. to you over that break and talk to you in the next next segment? Only because I like both you guys, absolutely. Oh, see? <laughs> and they said that politicians were jerks. Some of them are nice. <laughs> That's a brilliant move. We'll get back to Representative Pat Garofalo and uh, legal uh, edibles in Minnesota. Here on The Closer with Brad Carlson, with Benjamin Cruzy, with NASCAR Kelly, with producer Jacob. When we come back on uh, AM 1280, The Patriot. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Let full service battery put the juice in your summer with their in-stock supply of batteries. Let them help you get your motorcycles, golf carts, boats, or RV campers charged up and ready to go. Get prepared now to take those trips by stopping into Full Service Battery. They have what you need for all your summer fun activities. If you're looking for the lowest prices in town where you know you'll get great customer service, go to Full Service Battery. Find them online today at FullServiceBattery.com. How would you like to learn to be a better photographer for half the regular price? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500. Now just $250. Only five of these special offers from Wayne Moran are available. So call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single, and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N lawoffice.com. Benjamin Cruzy filling in for Brad Carlson. The closer. AM 1280, The Patriot. We've been joined on the phones by Representative Pat Garofalo. We got on the conversation of THC edibles getting legalized in Minnesota. Low dose. But low dose. Yeah. Five milligrams per dose, a half dose. Something like that. Uh, and uh, Representative Pat Garofalo called in and uh, was about to get on his soapbox before we got interrupted to pay, uh, to pay some bills. Uh, Representative, are you with us? Yes, I am. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. 
uh, yeah, uh, we were talking that, um, uh, you know, you're taking a black market, converting it into a regulated market, uh, and that always comes with some controversy. What was the soapbox you wanted to get onto? Well, the soapbox I want to get on is the way that we make laws in Minnesota is broken. That over the last 50 years, we've seen fewer and fewer individual pieces of legislation being signed into law that we're having uh, more bills consolidated together into these large omnibus bills. Mm -hmm. And that has resulted in centralized decision-making. And in the DNA of this country, and in fact, our our state, the idea of centralized authority and decision-making, it's just not, it's not who we are. And it should not surprise no one that we end up with a lawmaking process that gets screwed up. And uh, while I support this provision that came into, that came into law this year, the, because um, there, there were some other things tied into this um, legalization of THC. I do think that it highlights the problem of when you have large bills that people don't have time to read and they don't understand, that when legislators are voting on it, they're really not representing their constituents because they have no idea what's in it. And this is a problem that has happened over the last – it keeps getting worse every year. I'd love to blame the Democrats, but it happens under Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. And, and and we've seen this happen during recession or economic growth, new legislators, old legislature, legislators. And I would hope that um, listeners highlight with their legislators or newly elected ones that will be there in November the importance of changing how we make laws and having more individual bills. So just a uh, real uh, clean up into the specifics before we hit the generals. Uh, this edibles law uh, ended up becoming law through one of these omnibus bills, or was it uh, in some sort of standalone or some other clumped-together version of something? Yep, and so what happened was is a bill passed off the House floor, non-controversial, no one opposed to it. It went over to the Senate, and in the Senate, they offered a very large amendment that dealt with a lot of different policy items and was marketed to members as, well, there's consensus on this, there's agreement on it. You can actually go out on the Senate website and you can watch the debate. Uh, you know, Senator Jim Abler, who had the bill, Senator John Hoffman offered this amendment. And again, this, this amendment was very large. It had a whole bunch of things in there. And uh, it passed over there. It came over to the House of Representatives and it passed here as well. And then it went to the governor and got <laughs> signed into law. And one of, the, one of the many provisions in that bill was accounting for the fact that there's a there's something called Delta Eight and Delta Nine, and I won't get into the specifics of it. Yeah, but we did a little eight. earlier. Okay, good. All right. So you know that 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 does, did need to be regulated, and I think the people voting on it were under the mistaken impression that all it did was just regulate the black market that was out there for one of the variants of Delta. But in reality, uh, what it did is it also provided standardization for as long as it was. Uh, three tenths of uh, three tenths by weight and less, and was capped at five milligrams. That THC derived from hemp was legal. Right, that's and going that off THC, of that, yeah, that's going off of the federal bill. But but I think our original question was what what came from the House that went to the Senate was it just a bill on uh, regulating delta delta eight, or was this part of something that had bigger subjects? to that you know i have to double check i know that there was an individual bill on it that i supported but when it passed off the house floor i believe it was contained in an omnibus policy bill i'd want to double check that okay but i'm pretty sure that's that's what it i'm pretty sure that's what it was but this sort of gets to the larger issue that uh why are these all getting lumped into omnibus bills i know the answer it's a poison pill sort of thing in order to get this one thing you want you got to agree to 20 things you don't want you lump them all together well, I, so that we get what we want and we trick you into voting for what we want because there's a thing in there that you want. <laughs> I, I think a more um, – I, I think that is certainly part of it. And, again, both sides play this game, right? Okay, it's a right. cynical I think a big, a, Yeah, it, I think a bigger part of this is that this is a mechanism to centralize and consolidate authority and power. And just, just to be clear, I, I don't I, – I, this has been a multi-decade trend it's a it's a problem that keeps going on and sometimes when you consolidate things together conservatives are able to get good things to happen that normally they couldn't but on the flip side of that you also end up with a lot of crummy stuff getting funded i just i think the relevant part of this is that whether people like this change in law or not 
the fact that it happened, like I knew it was in the bill, right? I knew it was there. And I think a lot of legislators knew it was in there. But the fact that there were even <laughs> that there were quite a few people who had no idea <laughs> that kind of hot. That that highlights the problem with lawmaking. Yes. And, you know, and, and we could, in, in all seriousness, as someone who has voted for um, changes in regulatory structure for um, for marijuana, I don't like this. I don't like, you know, this 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 right now, the way this is in there, you can sell these in convenience stores. You can sell these in grocery stores. And how ironic is it that a grocery store? can oh. sell infused THC and they can't sell a bottle of wine. Yeah. hilarious is that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's such a great point. It is such a great yeah, point. So, so, so we're going to have this, – this has to be changed, but certainly this is not something that I think should just be out on shelves. There should be a physical level of control. Again, saying that the public should have access to a regulated product doesn't mean we just have it – you know, have the wild, wild west. And in some respects, that's what we have right now. So it's something that we should tweak and fix. We'll have to next session. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, again, it, 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 it in a very simple way highlights for the public the problem lawmakers have right now with making laws, and we. As conservatives, we have a responsibility to change that. Yeah. Well, if the legislators can't keep track of what's happening, what chance do us citizens have? <laughs> well, exactly. And, and I mean, and so, and that starts with, and as a, again, I could, I won't, I'll stop talking about it here in a second, but, you know, it, our constitutional duty is to produce a balanced budget, right? We should be focusing on getting the finance appropriations done instead of this end of session, high stakes, take it or leave it brinksmanship that finishes every session. We should be passing the appropriations, and then we're done. Then we move on to other items like sports gambling and right. all these other fun issues that seem to get people's attention on Facebook. Yeah, but there's a there's a lot of, of there's a lot of laws that pass very quickly in the last week of session. Oh, that, it's a blur. Yeah, that people go, "Why wasn't this done three months ago?" And exactly, yeah, exactly. And there's a, and there's a lot of good things that there was agreement on this session uh-huh. that did not happen, right? Because again, everything everything's being laid over, everything's being held held onto. Yeah. And you know, there's a term at the Capitol called the global agreement, and maybe some of you guys probably know what it is. But yeah. the term global agreement means we're not going to agree to anything until we agree to everything. And that's just an excuse to have three people decide everything. Yeah, you're completely so. right, Representative. Representative, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I apologize, but your phone call has been ruled not germane. <laughs> yeah. And we have a hard break to hit. Thank you for joining us, Representative Pat Garofalo. Join me and Kelly on the other side of the hour here on AM 1280. Are you tired of bouncing over your sunken apron into your garage, shoveling snow off an uneven driveway, or stubbing your toe on your uneven sidewalk? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We can fix your settled concrete with a more permanent solution than mudjacking. Expert Concrete Raising uses a high-density polyurethane foam. It doesn't deteriorate, shrink, or wash away over time. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact the second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. That's expertconcreteraising.com. Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms, but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67. That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m., right here on 1280 The Patriot. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Giving your computer problems the 
Arby's. Hi, this is Randy with Arby's Computer Service. You have heard me advertise on this and other stations for years and have trusted us for your IT needs, and I thank you for that. We now have an immediate need for a network server tech in our organization. If you or someone you know has a year or more business experience supporting these environments and is looking to work for a company like ours, I would like to speak with you. We are very competitive with other large companies for pay and benefits, including health and retirement planning. But because we are smaller, our environment is friendly and more flexible than some of the larger IT companies. You can do your job, and it can actually be fun doing so working for us. Call me today to determine if you have the requirements for the position so that we can move forward and you can become part of our team. We can be reached at 763-441-3884, or you can email me, randy at rbsmn.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.